You're listening to Roll for Damage, the Lost Legends arc. Last time on Roll for Damage, the Dirty Water Boys began their journey through the eastern spires of the Frostfell Mountains on their way to the city of Brandedalder, the city of coins. They encamped at an abandoned general store and met a crew of ne'er-do-well goblins on patrol. Earning their trust, our heroes infiltrated the goblin lair in the ruins of Kima's Deep and stole the Omo Rukatal, or Fancy Hat, taking control of the entire tribe. We pick up in the ancient throne room in the wake of their fight against the mad dragon interloper. Hey everyone, welcome back. How are we all feeling today, guys? Fantastic. I think you've used that one before. He has. Have I? <laughs> yeah. It's going to become iconic. Everyone will say it soon. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Big facts. Joseph? Yes. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm doing great, especially with this new dice that I got. Ooh, that is a excellent segue. Joey here got fan mail. I did. I got a very nice green and red dice from Cordell. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. Why did you get those dice from Cordell? Because I'm bad rolls. Three fours in a row a couple episodes ago. (laughs) And Cordell felt so bad, he gave Joey some dice. Sent him some dice. All right, well... So, yeah. Thanks, Cordell. Yeah, it's pretty great. Thanks. Yeah, shout out to Cordell. All right. Uh, We just slayed the dragon. Indeed. And then I know I had said I wanted to use the dragon head as my Phono Rukatal hat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back on that. I want the crown, actually. Okay. I'm going to keep the crown. Because I was like, oh, it's like a Cubone hat. Awesome. And I'm like, "Ah, it's going to be so encumbersome to carry around. That's true. Yeah, this dragon... I mean, the skull is... Like, if you stand it up on the back of the skull, it's about as tall as you are. <laughs> Just imagine me lugging that around. <laughs> Just waddling, like, side to side, trying to keep your balance. Well, if anything, it would just look like a hat on top of Magna. I imagine he's, like, walking and the jaw, like, opens and closes. <laughs> so, so, I'm imagining just, like, the bottom of the skull scraping across the ground, and it looks like it's just moving on its own. So how's a goblin going to wear this to, like... <laughs> He'll have to have, like, a royal entourage. <laughs> They'll just, like, keep it just suspended just so slightly above his shoulders. I, I dig it. I dig it. All right, so, where we is where are we picking up? We exactly after the fight, or a little bit of time has passed? We'll say about two hours has passed, yeah. Okay. At this point, it would be kind of getting dark um, on that next day here. Um yeah, they've cleaned up the dragon. They're starting to, like, debone it, get all the meat off of it and stuff. Dragon's uh, good to eat. Oh, yeah. It's very spicy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then they're, they're starting to hand out the uh, the scales as well. as kind of like a pseudo-currency. Um, you know, like, oh, well, uh, Blood Curdle was excellent during this fight. He gets four scales. But Spittle, you didn't do jack shit. You get... A half a scale. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I want to address my goblin army if I can. Absolutely. All right. So, 
Um, basically what I want to do, I want to, like, reward the ones who fought. How many, how many fought with us, roughly? It was, like, 13, 14-ish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they kind of dogpiled on it. Yeah. Um, so I want to, like, speak to the whole army, because I'm assuming the next day we're going to move out to Brenda Dalder, right, boys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. the plan? Yep, for sure. As long as another dragon doesn't come along? Yeah, fingers crossed. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm just going to, like, in the auditorium, I'm just going to call everyone there. I'm going to be on my throne, because I'm... King Big Boots. Deputy King Captain Big Boots. <laughs> hey, goblin boys, gather around. How are we all doing? So he groan looks up at you. He's like, my leg hurts. Well, as it should, because you fought bravely. Did he actually fight bravely? Anyone see? Which, which one was he? I don't know, that one. Did he actually fight bravely, Ben? Nope. He has a cramp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I I ignore Groan. His name was Groan. Yep. Yeah, he's he's no, he's nothing to me. All the ones who help fight and slay the mighty dragon step forward. About twelve or thirteen of them step forward. All right. You twelve shall be the elite honor guard of the city. So, so Richard would kind of come up to like your eminence and whisper in your ear. He's like, "My liege, are you sure? These guys have proven themselves to be the toughest of the goblins, the bravest." Surely they could depose you. No. Are you sure you don't want no. to kill them? Hey, Richie Rich. Just just let me do me, alright? Richie? Hey? Look at me. Now look at your shoes. I I don't have shoes, sir. Exactly. <laughs> alright. <laughs> uh, <laughs> alright, um, so I, I want I'm just gonna say, you know, the whole the whole rest of them look upon them with great with great honor. You know, the, these are, are the mightiest of all of you. They are the bravest, the, while the rest of you cowered in fear. But your great Funqua Ma... What, what's my title again? Omo Rukatal. I, the great Omo Rukatal, must leave the city temporarily, as I must venture and gather much coin for all of us with my dirty water boys. There's an audible gasp in the chamber from young and old, male and female, goblin alike. But I leave... A proxy in my wake to have a slight amount of control in my absence. See, there's a whole bunch of murmuring in the chamber from goblin to goblin, kind of like whispering to each other. Do not other. question me. I am the Omo Rukatal. What? They, what? No. Uh, Big Boots, I don't, I, I don't think they know what proxies are. Little, little louder, Callie. What? I don't think they know what proxies are. Oh. Um, hey, who here knows what the word proxy is? All the, they, it like grows quiet for a minute and they'll look at each other and then they start mumbling again. And then Richard <laughs> sticks his head up out of the crowd. He's like, is it a kind of fish, sir? Sort of, but in a much bigger way. So <laughs> what was, what was the dude who I was really chummy with? Not Rat Dung. Was it Screech, Scrim, Scorp? Uh, was it Blood Curdle? Bile Clencher? Pimple Nut? Squirt Thumper? Blood Screamer? <laughs> Jonathan? I, we have to please excuse us listener because the episode that we recorded this hasn't released yet so we haven't listened to it yet i just love these names that you're just listening into the mic joseph oh my god so all right i'm just gonna give it to rat dung rat dung will be my my, my proxy in my place he is proud as ever yeah so like this here rat dung i give i have a couple of them like hand the skull over to him he is the king jr he is omorokatal jr you guys know what nick jr is how it's kind of like a kid show for nickelodeon 
this. <laughs> he is like that. He's Nick Jr. He's he's the one who's going to be in control while I'm gone. But when I come back, I still have complete control. Richard would stick his head out again. He'd say, none of us know what Nick Jr. is. We were all just a bunch of rugrats. <laughs> so you should, Richard, Richard, I look at Richard, do the eye, like, <laughs> eye to me, eye to him with the two eyes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just point at him. He's like, me, sir? And he looks around behind him. Later tonight. Ooh. And he starts Ooh. to rub his little scaled fingers together. <laughs> little ugly goblin fingers. Yeah, so I'm just going to, like, talk about how how Rat Dung is going to be my main boy in my place. Um, and then I say, I want my honor guard, the 12 that step forward, to see me after the rest have left. All right. So we're establishing a government. All right. After everyone. I dismiss everyone. Including rat, rat dung, rat, rat dung. So he bows very deeply and uh, spits on the floor and walks away very happily. Okay. My, my 12 that I see here. All right. Hey, boys. <clears throat> yes, sir. You ever heard of the Dirty Water Boys? We have been in Dirty Water. Is it the same? You see, you see my party here? I point to the rest of the boys here. We are the Dirty Water Boys. You... Are like the B team of the Dirty Water Boys. The B team? Yes. Is that because we have stingers? And he goes and draws his dagger. Exactly. You are part of the Dirty Water Boys. Sort of. You are to protect this city and make sure Rat Dung doesn't try to kick me out of power. Who here is loyal? And they look around. Do you? Yes, I hold up 12 gold pieces, one for each of them. They now all, who's loyal? They all immediately raise their hands like... Five-year-olds that have been asked, like, what is your favorite movie? (laughs) (laughs) Alright. One gold piece for each of you now. If you keep the government and make sure I still have power when I come back, another gold piece for each of you. One of them kind of is like, is this just a feeble attempt at bribery, bribery, sir? What's your name? Uh, Moist Thruster. (laughs) (laughs) Moist Thruster, (laughs) I, I like the cut of your jib. You will be the captain of these twelve. A leader, sir? Yes. Of these twelve here. Huzzah! Alright. Does that entitle me to two gold pieces? Only if you kiss my feet. He, like, scrambles up to your feet, like, dropping everything, and just lays it on thick. Like, he's got a long, forked tongue, you know? Mm. And it's just, like, very uncomfortable. Alright. Like, kind of, like, ticklish, but also just like, ugh. <laughs> I give him two gold pieces, and I say, all right, you make sure everyone in the city stays in line and listens to Rat Dung, and make sure Rat Dung doesn't step out of line of what I want. How do we know what you want when you're gone, sir? Just do everything you're saying. Do, do everything the same you were before. Just don't hurt any innocent people along the trail. Only attack them if they attack you first. And then when I come back, still recognize me as Omo Rukatal. Another one kind of, like, raises his hand sheepishly, and he says... Yes, sheep boy. He says, if Rat Dung is our, uh, pseudo... I don't know why they wouldn't know Proxy, but they would know pseudo. If he's our pseudo Omo Rukatal... Call him the Nick Jr. Rukatal. <laughs> the Nick... The FOMO Rukatal. <laughs> if he is the Nick Jr. Rukatal... <laughs> And we take his hat. Do we become no. the Nick Jr. Rukatal? Nope. That is that that government is no longer in control. I am the Omar Rukatal. The only way to become Omar Rukatal is to kill you? No. <laughs> is if I say I'm no longer Omar Rukatal. 
And they look around, kind of confusedly. So if you say you're no longer the Omo Rukatal, then we go back to the old ways? Yep. But have you ever had gold under any other Omo Rukatal? They look around, they just kind of shrug. Exactly. More gold coming if you, if, as long as I stay Omarukatal. See, uh, Brain Cruncher throws his fist in the air. Yay! Bribery! I prefer extortion. <laughs> the basis of every government. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I just kind of want to establish this government that I'm going to stay in control. I have Rat Dung in place. And then I have my Honor Guard to keep the city intact and make sure Rat Dung doesn't overstep his bounds. Heck yeah. I say, they will kneel the whole nine yards. Um, and then I also, I dismiss them, I call Rat Dung in, tell him how my new rules don't attack any innocent people, yada yada yada, keep the city safe, you know. He would ask, how do they know if they're innocent? Um, if they have children, they're innocent. Can we eat the children? No. He's very visibly distraught by that. I give him a gold coin. And that perks him right up. <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of broken your goblet system. I'm sorry, Ben. <laughs> no, this is like, uh, you know, apples and oranges with them. They're, it's going to take them some to getting those used that to. Money can't buy happiness. No, but it can buy a goblin army. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> At some point, the uh, some other goblins would come up to you guys, kind of like as a whole, and offer you gifts uh, for teaching them the new ways. Uh, these would include uh, ears. Some dried, some fresh of victims that they have killed. Kalanon, they would offer to you, and only you, a long intestine. (laughs) Thank you, little ones. I really appreciate this. This is roughly, yes, this is seven feet long. Oh, this is, where did you get this from? Uh, One of the the little ones kind of steps up, kind of like baby Yoda sized, like just a little squirt goblin. And he's like, I got this one from a half orc. Oh. Oh. He was delicious. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at, th- at Theron, by the by, the by because I, he- I hear the word half-orc, and I'm just like, oh, half-elf, and I'm just like, yikes, buddy. All right. <clears throat> Thank you very much. I really appreciate this. I could... I'll enjoy this so much. Don't use it all in one sitting. You know, it's really good if you saute it with a little onions and garlic. Callie, just saying. Well, I, I believe there's uh, magical properties in this. So uh, if you ever have, like, uh, constipation, you, you <laughs> cut this up, and, uh, it, you, yeah, you create an elixir, and it just takes care of it right, right fast. If your intestines are blocked up, you just you eat intestines, and it fixes it. It's, 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 it's how magic works. Components are a part of magic. <laughs> Half-orc intestines. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, well, they would go up to Magna as well and offer you at least a, a small satchel of eyeballs. Ah! Like, they're really good if you squeeze them and put them on toast. Bet. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll save them for later. Still let them go rotten. Uh, don't you worry about it. They, they wink at you. I teach everyone in the city how to finger gun, by the way. <laughs> Eventually, like, like as you guys would go to leave, um, like, all the goblins would be called to order, and they would all, like, a whole room of goblins, like, simultaneously finger gun at you aggressively <laughs> as you guys go to ride out. Say, so, yeah, one of them, as, as you guys would go to, 
to head on in the next leg of your journey. So the next day we got a long rest, spell slots yep. back. Okay. Yep. yep, all that stuff's good. Spell slots, hit points, all that jazz. Crust Eater would come up to Theron, and he would offer you a satchel. What's this? He says, well, sir, you may get hungry on your journey as well. Being a beanpole like yourself, some kind of puny weakling, we figured that you could use a little extra oomph. I'm gonna I'm gonna open the satchel and see what's inside. It is several loaves of moldy bread with all the crust eaten off. It's like the reverse of what every child in America wants. No, yeah, because they eat the yeah, because kids don't like the crust. So he's so it's eaten just, just crusts. So it's all the bread minus the crust. That's the oh. only part he's eaten. So he's got a whole loaf of crustables. All right, I'll, I'll take. I'll yeah, take the yeah. Satchel. He's got a whole loaf of moldy crustables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. goblin spice. <laughs> Thank you, Go- goblin boy. What's your name? Crust eater. Thank you, crust eater. I will save this for Magna for his eyeballs. Yes, it goes very well together, especially the maggots. All right, and with that, you guys were able as they aggressively finger gun at you. Uh, you guys make it back out into the path and uh, down the narrow way. North to the city of Brandedalder. Um, as you make your way through this kind of um, part cobblestone, part dirt, uh, part carved out of stone roadway, um, you can see that above you is hanging that mist of madness uh, created by the gods in ages past. Um, who's taking point? I think Magna. Makes sense. I have the shield. <laughs> All right. So, Magna. Uh, there's times where the road squeezes down to where it's just like wide enough that one person can fit uh, in a line. Um, Single file you... line, boys! I need you to make an athletics roll. Well, we'll say athletics or acrobatics. Uh, 22 for athletics. Damn. Those new dice, bro. I know! Yeah. <laughs> Not a four! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as you make your way through, uh, you can hear that like there's falling rocks and stuff kind of above you. And a larger rock kind of like rolls down the side of the mountain at you. Uh, You're able to kind of dodge out of the way, though, well enough that it kind of destroys part of the path. Um, So everyone's going to have to make an athletics or an acrobatics roll. DC 14 to jump across the hole that is now in the road. Uh, Athletics 18. Good deal. Uh, 15. 15. Good. 12 acrobatics. Acrobatics, not enough. All right, so Theron and Kalanon, you guys go to jump across, and the road kind of collapses under your feet as you fall. And uh, we'll say, I mean, you guys did well enough. You're able to catch yourselves by your hands, but it's pretty much like a 400-foot drop down the side of this mountain. Um, Can we react to catch them? Yes. My tiny little arms going out to catch one of them? Yes. Yeah. Um, which one are you catching? I'm going to catch Callie. All right, Callie, make that roll. Make an athletics roll with advantage since he's helping you out. All right. Uh, First roll is going to be a 11. Second roll is a little bit better, coming in at a 22. A little little bit better. Just a little bit. So with him pulling you up, you're able to get a a firm holding and pull yourself back up onto the road um, as (sighs) Big Boots. It's kind of like they're huffing and puffing. Take my strong hand. <laughs> Magna's going to go for Ther- uh, Theron. Theron. All right, Theron, go ahead and roll athletics with advantage since he's helping you. Don't worry, I got you. 
17. 17, that'll do it. Yeah, so you guys were able to pull each other up. Thanks. Magnus is going to throw that uh, thing of eyeballs off the cliff. He's not even going to bother with that anymore. Yeah, it's just a, like, whoosh, I, I, I look at him and be like, I fucking saw that, dude. Don't tell anybody. That's so rude. R- jotting a note down for... Now what, am I gonna, now what am I going to put on my bread? You can put it down there with the eyeballs. That goblin did a lot of work to get you all of those eyeballs. How's, the, how's that long intestine coming along? I, it's going to be used, I'm sure, if you ever get constipated. He's not constipated yet. <laughs> you don't well, come anywhere wh- near me with that. When that day comes... All right, so you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Can we tell if this was like a, just a straight accident on the trail, or was this a trap? Do a investigation roll. Not great. Uh, ten total. Ten. Unable to tell. Yeah, you can tell for sure that there's probably going to be more rocks along the way. As, now that you guys are kind of aware um, of the situation, you know you can you can take steps to avoid it, okay. uh, or great leaps to avoid it. But um. Psh, but yeah. you could also, I don't know, um, it's its unclear to tell okay. Yeah, where, if these rocks are intentionally dropped or if it's just... It uh, I mean, nature. we all know Big Boots is known for his leaping, so Indeed. this is going to be a cakewalk. Heck yeah, 2020 is going to be his leap year. <laughs> so as you guys make your way across, um, so Magna, you are taking point with your shield out. Um, I'd like you to make an investigation roll. Uh, five. Five? Okay. So we'll say um, there are a few more rocks in your path, but if you guys double up like you have, then you'll be able to overcome it easy enough. Eventually, you guys kind of, you notice the road that was kind of moving up and up and up is now moving down um, as you kind of crest the Fellspire Mountains and kind of come down the other side on the path. Eventually, you can see what looks like a lone mountain uh, with a sprawling cityscape kind of carved into the mountain. You see two great pillars that are holding up the mountain as kind of the underside of it is largely dug out and connected only on one side. You guys have reached the city of Brenda Alder. Cool. Do wow. we see any like flags? Like what's the flag symbol, the sigil of the city? Sure. So the flag is kind of like a like a triangle shape of three coins. At the top is the gold, bottom left is the silver, bottom right is the copper. Okay, cool. Uh, go ahead and do a history roll, fellas. Eight. Six. Four. Uh, eight. <laughs> we are so damn knowledgeable. I've never heard of this town. Yeah. Brenda Dubliner? Brendan Fraser? <laughs> is this a steel town or something? What, is, what are we looking at? <laughs> um, well, you can see that there's a lot of mining, but as far as what you know about the town, it's kind of scant. There's kind of rumors here and there. You know that it's mostly dwarves, but there's also some elves, half-elves, humans that live here. Much beyond that, I mean, the the flag is three coins, so that'll give you some kind of indication of what they're about here. Is is it densely populated, or is it? You said it was scant, or scar- was it kind of scarce population? Uh, it's very densely populated. Very yeah, dense. okay. highly populated city. Mm-hmm. Yep. What we know about it is is scant. Okay. Right. Based on your role, yeah, you know that's mm-hmm. it's like that must be the place we're going for. <laughs> I think. Perhaps. All right. Um. Is it what's the what's the gateway look like? Can we just walk in? Is there a checkpoint? Yeah. yeah. So there's a large high wall about thirty feet tall, ten feet thick, uh, with a large iron portcullis. Uh, looks like dwarven make um, from what you've seen. And atop the gate, you would see two dwarves. Uh, both of them just kind of kicking back, enjoying an ale. 
um, like a large iron tankard. And they would see you guys approach and kind of look down at you. And um, like the one kind of like pats the other on the chest and rouses him to attention. And they're both like, who are you? What are you doing in our city? What is your business, lads? Want me to take lead? Well, who's supposed to be here in Brandon Dolder? Me. All right. Yeah, I just know I, I don't want to. I don't want to be the big boot show. I want it's someone all, else. Be, it's all you, big boots. I want someone else to be able to, you know, take the lead if they want to. You're the one with the silver tongue here. Mm, it's actually a sapphire tongue. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's up, homies? Uh, my name's Big Boots, and these are the Dirty Water Boys. You've probably heard of us. I know you have. And I finger gun and wink at them. Wait, you are the Dirty Water Boys? Yep, yep. Never heard of you. Well, you're about to. And uh, uh, let me. Uh, is is the portcullis closed? It is. Yep. Okay. Um, let me entertain you with a song and dance. Oh, aye. It's been a while since we've had much entertainment. All right. And then I'm gonna do the hello, like the you know the the WB Frog song and dance. <laughs> hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Oh, yeah. Hello, okay. my honey. Hello. I'm gonna do that dance <laughs> and song. It's uh, go ahead and roll performance. I just leveled <laughs> up and I actually took proficiencies in performance finally. So. <laughs> Oh, 17. 17 on the dice or 17 total? Uh, 17 total. Heck yeah. All right, so um, they're both put down their tankard. They're pretty enthralled by your performance, or at least amused by it. Um, as soon as you finish, uh, the one that was kind of addressing you turns to the other and says, Well, what do you think, Edward? You think it's good enough to allow entrance into our city? And he shrugs, and Edward's like, Eh, I've seen better, but I've also seen worse. Good luck here, laddie. All right, and I finger gun and like, ah, you're most welcome. Remember the name, Big Boots. Hey, Big Boots, is that because you're like an ironic thing? And he kind of looks at the rest of the party. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't want. Y- yes, it's it, it's a thing to bring me shame. But anyways, I'm not getting my family history. It's something to live up to, and I damn well am living up to it. Hey, we find plenty of shame here, brother. Here we go. <laughs> and he takes the horn or a little a little horn around his neck. <laughs> And it signals the people to open the port calls, like, you know, and uh, yeah, you guys are allowed entrance in. As as we walk by, Theron's going to try and like semi finger gun the dwarves as they go by, like, and then just kind of look down in embarrassment, <laughs> like he's doing something stupid. Like he's trying to. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it works for big boost if I'll do it. <laughs> But yeah, the <laughs> Edward picks up his tanker and just kind of turns his head to the side in like a, what? <laughs> Theron just kind of sinks like into his hood. All right. Um, <laughs> is there, uh, when we walk in, is there like a you are here sign or is there like a concierge? Yeah, there's a couple of, um, like, you know, those tack, like foot taxis where it's like a, like a rickshaw. wheelbarrow, a rickshaw. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of workshops there that uh, are run by dwarves. They can fit about two people inside, and they'll take you anywhere you want to go. The whole place is carved out of the stone. Like, you get the feeling this used to be the side of a mountain, and now it's kind of carved deep into it. Um, as you look inside, kind of the roof, like the under roof of this place, you can see glittering gold and silver mines. Um, and there's like a whole pulley system of dwarves that are being taken up there, mining out chunks of gold and silver and copper dropping it onto their pulley, and then eventually they have, like, a bell signal, and it lowers them down as a team of dwarves in the pulley uh, release the rope and whatnot. Okay, um, this whole intricate. place is... Yeah, pretty intricate. This whole place runs like a well-oiled machine. Okay. Um, and then there's uh, there's two massive stone pillars that are holding up this side of the mountain. Um, otherwise, it would crush the city under its own weight. Oh, shit. 
Low, yeah. Load-bearing pillars. Exactly. Yeah. Which those also look like they're carved out of the mountain. Um, we didn't get the name of the politicians we'll be talking to. Yeah, no, we didn't. We should probably ask around. Um, all right. Teams of two, see if we can figure out who's what. Sounds good. It was Come just on, an Callie. election, right? Yes. Yep, they have a, a city councilman that kind of runs the place, and they do it by elections. Yep. All right, and you said you and Callie are going to go together? Yep. Sounds great. I guess that leaves you and me, Magna. All right, let's go, Big Boots. The, the gruesome twosome. Mm-hmm. Theron, where did you want to go? We're going to go to the town hall. I kind of figured the best place to talk politics would be the tavern. We can send those two to the tavern. Oh. All right, that sounds good to me. Knowing yeah. Big Boots, he'll be able to get a lot out of the people there. Yeah, you're probably right. Totally. So uh, we will resolve Theron and Kalanon first. So you guys make your way in. I want you to do a perception roll. See if you can find kind of like the right markers, the right street signs to make your way to the town hall. I got a 10. 10? Excellent. 7. 7. All right. So um, as you kind of... Just to help set the flavor a little bit more. Are there guards all around and stuff too? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's... there's, uh, They have a pretty large standing army here. I mean... It looks like this place mines just a crap ton of gold, and so that would kind of invite thievery and mm-hmm. criminals and that kind of stuff. Just want to um, clarify that. All right, please continue. Sorry to do But yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, the whole place has uh, got guards on every corner, keeping the peace. You notice that most of the guards are dwarves, kind of like the primary inhabitants of this city. So like uh, the occasional um, human guard would be out of the ordinary. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you guys wander around. Uh, we'll go even for Theron and odd for Kalanon. So, Theron, I want you to make a perception roll, but with disadvantage because the streets are so crowded. People are kind of bumping up against each other, uh, selling their wares and making their way through, living their lives. It's going to be a nine. Nine? All right. So, as you guys kind of make your way through this sea of people um, on your way through the town, you notice that you're missing four gold pieces. Son of a bitch, I got pickpocketed. Well, that's not very nice of them. Not at all. If I find out who did this, they're gonna get an arrow in the face. I don't. I think that's a little bit of an overstatement. Um, I don't think they would justify an arrow to the face. Just like a, a strong tongue lash. Oh no! I'm not gonna shoot. I'm just gonna point an arrow oh. at their face. Ah, oh, that's that's actually perfect. It's very <laughs> intimidating. Ah, <laughs> uh, see the arrow of their ways. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, they would get the point. Um, <laughs> As long as they don't get the shaft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably uh, some scamp named Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> they will quiver in fear. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm in hell and I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> they are, are, won't are, bow before no. <laughs> I'm done. Kelly rule of threes. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Sorry to string you along. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! It's another. okay, Logan. <laughs> I mean, I thought they were right on target. Let's yeah. <laughs> uh, knock another one. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, you guys make your way through uh, your four gold pieces lighter, unfortunately. Um, but as you kind of get closer to these large pillars, you can actually make out that they are somewhat hollow. Mm-hmm. You see, like windows, couple of doors. Um, <clears throat> Yes, it looks like there are offices here, and uh, one of them you can see covered in a whole bunch of flags, uh, indicating more like living space. Like that's probably the upper the upper city, you know. Like the, you can kind of get a, a view of the place. 
Um, and the other one looks more like administrative offices. And you said it was an election, right? Yes. So while walking through the city, did we notice any, like, vote-for-me posters? Yeah, a little things? leftover ones, because it, it recently occurred, correct? Yeah, within the last uh, couple of weeks, yep. All right, yeah, yeah, so you would notice um, a few of those. Really, there, there's only one out there that you would see all the time. Like, one that sticks out to you over and over, and it says Green Slight. Green Slight. Uh, looks like this might be our guy, Callie. Well, he certainly has a lot of posters up around. Is it? Does it have, like, a picture of his face on there? Uh, it doesn't. No, it's more so like a bumper sticker type banner, where it's, like, coated in green, and then in white letters it says Green Slight. And it's kind of, like, prestidigitated to look like it's kind of shimmery, you know? Gotcha. Is it? Was it, like, a, like an election for mayor? Like, does it say, like, Green Slight for... For mayor, for president, for emperor of the world. Uh, city councilman. Yep. Okay. Yep, kind of like the, the administrator of the entire place. Think like like a Lando Calrissian level, you know. Okay. Yeah, looks like this might be our guy, Callie. We should probably try and find his office. Well, he's probably just too busy moving stuff in. I mean, he just recently won. I, I'm sure the other one is like in some sort of lame duck session. Even more reason. We might be able to catch him off guard. Well, okay. Totally. Could I have you guys do an investigation roll? Uh, certainly. 16? 8? 18. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a bit of a, bit of a difference between 8 and 18. It's just that, yeah, hesitation between the numbers. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so you guys are able to kind of discern that his office would be in the right pillar. The left one is more like upper city inhabitants, probably like the town's wealthy elite. The right pillar being the administrative pillar. Uh, his office would be somewhere in there. You, there's like a grand staircase carved into the stone leading up into it, and you see two kind of burly dwarven guards with these great axes uh, standing out in guard. Think like British guard style, where they have the black hat and they're not allowed to speak, and they're, you know, very like grim, you know, as they stand there protecting the place. Okay, I'm gonna... Theron's gonna walk up to the guard on the left and, uh... Hey, uh, you guys should do your jobs better. I was just pickpocketed down the street. They have no response. Are you not going to do anything about this? This is an outrage. I demand to see the city councilman. He, he, the guy kind of looks at you, but he, he still stands there kind of stalwart. I'm just going to try walking past them into the staircase then. All right. So as you walk past them, you get about halfway up the stairs and you run into like this invisible wall. which is like wham, you know, and uh, Kalanon, you would notice that one of them starts to chuckle a little bit under his breath. I'm going to keep that to myself. Uh, what happened, Theron? I don't know. There's some sort of, like, hold his hands up, like, kind of like miming, but there's actually a invisible wall there. Totally. Some sort of force field keeping us out. Maybe we don't have permission. How do we get permission? Like a vampire? <gasps> dun, you, hate, dun, you hate vampires. Dun. Vampires need permission to enter a building. Oh, God, am I a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that's quite no, the case. No, wait, I've gone in other places before. And and you do like your garlic. That's true. Uh, well, I don't think we're going to get anything from these uh, guards over here. Maybe we should find uh, some other way of figuring this out. Okay, let's go meet with the other guys at the tavern. See, you, you could always try a persuasion roll, you know. Good or point. bribery, you know. There, there's more than one way to handle it. They, they are dwarves. They probably like like weaponry and stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to 
racist. I'm going to brandish. <laughs> I'm going to like kind of pull my cloak to the side and show <clears throat> off the uh, Crimson Snipes short sword that I have. And uh, just kind of be like, you know, there must be some way for us to see the city councilman. Hey, the one that was chuckling earlier, his eyes get really wide and he's like, I, where the hell did you get that, laddie? That's a mighty fine short sword, that is. Yeah, it's a it's a collector's item. Aye, so you're a collector then? I've known to collect a few things here and there. You know, couple heads, couple hearts. Aye, hearts of women, I would wager, by the look of you. Tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> exactly. As well, so, uh, you, you, you see, we are uh, not supposed to talk to uh, the common rabble. Look at me. What do you want look with at the this council? sword? Trying to channel his best big boots he can. Do I look like common rabble? Uh, kind of. What's your business with the councilman? What's your business with the councilman? We work for the councilman. I work for the councilman. You don't work for the councilman. You don't know that. <laughs> if you work for the councilman, you'd be allowed inside. My, my uncle is was his college roommate. Aye, the councilman did go to college, that's true. Respect. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, every time Theron says something, he just has kind of, like, a worried look in his eye, like, it might not work. (laughs) No, you! He doesn't quite have that confidence, Big Boots does. Right, right, right. He's he's trying, though. He's working on it. As well, outside collector man, whose father was the roommate with the councilman back in college. If you're from these parts, you'd know that there's an enchantment placed on the towers. Only those with an official seal can go inside. I'm gonna just kind of brandish my king seal, the seal of the king, like like this seal. Oh, hi, hell! Uh, so you're sent by the golden emperor, then? Exactamundo. Well, he is uh, one of our strongest trading partners. Um, uh, I can't write seals, but what I can do is give you a contact in the city here that uh, can. Cool. Show me the way, and I'll go. And he uh, kind of takes out like a parchment from his pocket and scribbles down some stuff. He's got a, a fancy ink quill where the ink is on the inside. Patent oh. pending. Ooh. And uh, yeah, so he writes down the name Canberus Ironhoof. So does does the paper say where to find Ironhoof then? Uh, it's just a name. He says uh, her location kind of changes every so often, um, but she may be down in the tubes. In the tubes? Yes. Okay, just wanted to make sure you didn't say tombs, like dead people. Oh, there's dead people there. Oh, okay. Um, so, I guess we'll still just head back to the tavern and see if we can find out more about her location, meet up with them, let them know what we've learned. Totally, yeah. Kind of a, uh, what do you call it? There's a word for it. The regrouping. Rendezvous. Yeah. The, the rendezvous, yes. Rendez vows, exactly. The rendez vows. <laughs> Alright. Alright, All right, so meanwhile, Big Boots and Magma, Magna. <laughs> magma. A liquid hot Magnet. magma. It's <laughs> uh, not my name. <laughs> Big Boots and Smegma are. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm done. <laughs> don't Goodbye. Google. Don't don't Google that. <clears throat> the the porn version of Roll for Damage. Big boobs and Smegma. <laughs> um, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, so, so you guys make it to the uh, the local inn. Uh, it's called the Sundown Inn. Um, its position in the city of Branded Alder is such that at sundown, people gather around. They have like this large, um, kind of like one of those um, panoramic windows where it's like the entire wall, you know. And at sundown, it's got this really pretty view of the city. So the place itself is called the Sundown. 
Uh, the barkeep is named Elgar. He's this kind of posh elven gentleman. He's kind of like overdressed for his job, but he's like kind of old fashioned that way. And you see two maids kind of carrying drinks and like turkey legs and um, okay. all that jazz. Right. Uh, the place has got maybe 20 people in it. It's pretty popular. <clears throat> uh, Magna? Mm-hmm. Follow my lead, bro. Oh, that's what I've been doing for the last ever. All right. Um, and I walk in holding his hand. Okay. Oh. Um, I want to see if there's like anyone kind of by themselves or just like a, a table of two people talking. Yeah. Um, as soon as you walk in, um, one of the maids would come over. And uh, you see several open tables, like two-person tables, four-person tables, the half-table, half-booth, just a booth. They got some some decent seating options. Okay. Is is there anyone sitting alone, or just two people sitting by themselves? Just two people? Uh, we'll say that there are prox- there is one person sitting alone. Uh, all right. I, I want to. Uh, I'm gonna make my way over to him. What's his What's his age? Race? Uh, he is a gnome. Ooh. Probably about middle age. Uh, looks like he's got a lot of scars on his arm, scars on his face. Um, kind of going, like, balding a little bit. Okay. Um, looks like he has a, a firm layer of dirt around himself. Kind of like Pigpen from Charlie Brown. So he's probably like a miner. I can, yeah. I can get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just go mosey on up and just sit down and then motion Magnus sit down also. He just kind of looks up at you from his food and drink and he's like, "What? what do you want? Hey, what's up? I don't know you. Hey, so my name's Big Boots. I don't. I don't know you. Help! Help! Hey, hey, hey! Next round's on me. Next round is on on you. I place a gold coin on the table. Well, bless me, stars and stripes. What's what's your name, chum? My name? Well, and no, no one's asked me that in quite some time. But really, what is a name? It's a social construct that we all agree to call one another. Surely we should pick our own name for names. I think you're overthinking this. The wind. And he just goes like, like on and on and on and on and on, like All word right. vomit. Uh, I'm going to name you Cheeto Dust. Cheeto Dust. Is that for my ragged appearance? No, because you're orange and tasty. Well, a rose <laughs> by any, any other name is just smells as sweet. <laughs> hey, Cheeto Dust? Yes. Um, no, I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Hey. I will answer to that. Stranger. Um, what's up? Like I said, my name is Big Boots. We're not strangers anymore. This is my my companion, friend, companion, friend, Steed. No, confriendian. Yes, I know him well. His, his name I've is. Never met him before. His name is Magna. <laughs> what's up with this town? I I'm new to town. I want to know what's up. I need a concierge to show me around. And you look like a good dude. Cause I'm a gnome. You're a gnome. You're the first gnome I've ever met by BT Dubs. The first gnome you've ever met. Yeah. Do they know thine self? For you are a gnome as well, my brother. Yes. Well, then, glad we had that out of the way. <laughs> nice to meet you. I am, What's I am Cheeto Dust, and he sticks his hand out and, like, very kind of aggressively shakes your hand. All right. Hey, uh... Nice to meet you. What's, uh... What's up with the town here? What's, uh... Th- there was a new elected person in town, right? His eyes light right up. He says, yes, a man of the people, of course. His name is Erevin Greenslight. He is the savior of our city, or he will be, once his term runs a, a little longer. He was just elected, you see. Has he taken office yet? Yes, yes. His office is just over in the right spire as you enter the city. Very fancy digs, if I may say so myself. He's a man of the people, huh? Yes. What was Beloved. His... Beloved? Oh. A grandfather of the city. His family's been here since the city's creation. 
What was his platform of candidacy, of running? Platform? I believe it was made of some kind of wood composite. Uh, Maybe a a tad of cement. Definitely some nails. Cheeto dust? What what were his values? What was he promising to do for the people? Well, he promised to... um, You see, we've had a bit of a problem, it seems. Um, The gold is going missing. We, the, our city is the bedrock of this continent in terms of currency. We provide over 90% of all the gold, silver, iron, all these minerals that fuel other industries come from our mines. Mm-hmm. And the workers are not being treated as well as they should. We believe that uh, there's a little bit of foul play, and he promised to cut the corruption. Okay, he's going to drain the swamp. Indeed. Okay. How, uh, do you know anyone who could get me in to talk to him? Well, I, um... There's gotta be, like, a union leader for the mine, right? A union? Oh, you don't know what unions are? No, we we work sun up to sun down. We get one day off for religious purposes. Our children work in the mines as well. Cheeto dust, I'm about to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) And I explained unions to them and, like, how there should be, like, elected leader amongst the workers to, like, bring rights and privileges to the workers' benefits. Just do the... We deserve rights? Oh, yeah. We, we just... My father was a miner and his hey, father was a poet. Cheeto dust? That also happened to be a miner. Cheeto dust? Do you breathe? Uh, yes. From you, time to time. You deserve rights. Wow. Yeah. I blew your fucking mind, didn't I? He takes out a parchment and starts writing down some of these ideas. All right, hey, let's let's start that in a little bit. Um, go get your worker friends and see who wants to start the union and be the leader amongst them. What should what should we name this union? This collection of workers. We'll fight against the what's the word? Bourgeoisie. Ooh, bourgeoisie. Oh, that is the gnome word for it. Yes, it sounds awfully French, but okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, let's just call it the Coalition of Big Boots' Heroes. Ah, uh, yes. The Coalition. Yes. That will suit. That will suit. Yes. Coal, let me write this down. Ishin of Big Boots's. Come again? Heroes? Ah, uh, yes, we will be heroes. We'll fight for our children and our grandchildren. And he kind of stands up and starts to grandstand a bit. And everyone else is just kind of looking at him, enjoying their food. I'm going to start a rebel uprising, apparently. <laughs> a worker uprising. I hope you know what you're doing here, Big Boots. Well, it worked out for Russia when Lenin wanted to take over. All right. <laughs> no, he, he galvanized the people against the bourgeoisie. Yeah, that worked out well. Uh, tomato, tomato. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah. Potato, potato. I, I'm going to try to like, hey, so you're off right now, right? Right, uh, Cheeto Dust? Yes, I get one day off a week for religious purposes. All right, yes. bring all your, show me to all your friends. Friends? Show my, me to all your co-workers. My co-workers, yes, yes. I can't say I have, well, I, I guess I have two friends now, and he smiles at you guys. Um, I rustle kinda, his hair. He goes to, to Pat Magna on the hand and says, yes, you will come in handy when the laborers rise up. Ah! <laughs> we will eat the rich. No, no, we won't be eating anybody. Literally. No, we'll just just, just go get your just spit. Just go get your we'll coworkers. Flay the skin off their bodies. Eat the, the meat. What the fuck is wrong with you? You kill a snake, you chop off the head. <laughs> Remember that, Cheeto Dust. Indeed. And Mr. Greenslight will lead us. No, no, no. I will lead you. 
Roll persuasion. 24. You will lead us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have a really bad feeling about this, Big Boots. He, like, leans in to into uh, Big Boots as he goes, like, I have a really bad feeling about this. What are you doing? Don't worry. I know you exactly have... what I'm doing. Out of character, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> you just let the genie out of the bottle. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, around this time, um, Theron and Kalanon would walk up. Theron's nose is a little red at the tip. <laughs> From embarrassment. <laughs> you, you know, Theron, uh, I, for a second there, I thought you were Big Boots, but then I didn't get the normal strain in my neck that I get when I look down at him. So, yeah. <laughs> Big Boots, your job is harder than you make it look. You know, man, every day I'm hustling, you know, I mean, got my mind on my money, my money on my mind. I got 99 problems, but pers- persuasion ain't one. Talking to big boots. Anyone who will listen. <laughs> Say Cheeto Dust is all ears. Yeah. Alright, um, so they're in the tavern with us. Yes. Hey guys, this is uh my main homie Cheeto Dust. Cheeto Dust, this is Kalanon and Theron. Perfect. When the time comes, will you stand up with us? Will you fight for the right to party? Hey guys, um I might be starting an uprising. On purpose? Uh again? God damn it. Of course. God damn it. Um, Magnus' so, hands, his, Magnus' head is in his what, hands like, oh god. What did you guys find out? I found out that the uh, the new chairman, or councilman's name is Greenslight, and he's of the people. We found out the same thing. We tried to go to his office. We were blocked out by some sort of mime, magical, force field doohickey. And we need to go down to the tubes. Says, oh yes, the repellent. Yes, that was an ancient magic put in place um, that keeps out all the riffraff, as they would call it, or the uh, proletariat, as we will call it. (laughs) He's leaning hard in this, oh my god. (laughs) Um, So who do we got meet in the tubes? A dwarf woman by the name of Ironhoof. I'm assuming dwarf. Uh, I believe it was Canvas. So this this Ironhoof, that name ring a bell, Cheeto Dust? His eyes get really wide. He says, yes, we will need her on our side as well. Uh, Canterbury's Iron Hoof is the leader of the, how do you say, uh, mob in the city. She has a counterfeiting uh, magical organization. She, she could easily whip you up a few magical passes into the tower. Into the, uh, how do you say, offices. The man in the high tower? Indeed. All right. Um, will you lead us down there? Uh, no. But I can tell you how... To, I don't have a death wish. Oh, no. But I can tell you how to reach there. She resides in the tubes. That is her base of operations. The tubes are the uh, abandoned mines under the city that we have mined out completely. Um, home to many riffraff, scum, thugs, uh, low lives. Okay. I hold his hand and say, okay, lead the way. Roll persuasion. <laughs> Eight. Eight. He's like, I, I have I have work to do. We have workers to lead to glorious revolution. Okay, good point, Cheeto Dusk. Grab all your all your coworkers. All um, of them. All the ones you yes. think that will listen. And then tell uh meet uh have them meet us in about four hours in where's a good spot to meet? Um That's secretive. Secret Oh secretive. Big. Secretive but big. Yes. That's um, kind of two opposite things. <laughs> <laughs> As well, I suppose we, uh, there is a, a tunnel that was just abandoned. We finished mining all the pyrite out of it. Um, 
Yes, this is a fool's errand, fool's as it turns <laughs> out. Uh, we could meet there. Um, all right, yeah, gather as many as you can. All that you think that'll listen. I want a lot. Very well. Be as persuasive as you can. Uh, wh- who should I say sent them? Their new leader. The leader of the coalition of Big Boots heroes? Yes. Is that what I, that's what I, that's what I named us, right? Yes. yes. The, the Cobb H. Yes. <laughs> uh, tell them of all the, all the promises I give you, you know, benefits and rights and days off and vacation days and pregnancy days. Pregnancy days? Um, yeah. When you're pregnant, you get a day off for every day you're pregnant. What? And then double How that, about... double that for <clears throat> all the time after the baby's two. Wait, Big Pet. Boots, you know the gestation period of dwarves? Yeah, dog. Okay, just just making sure. Yeah. How I know lo- everything about something. <laughs> is this is this common practice in the outside world? Yeah. My whole life has been in this city. Slaving away under a pickaxe. Bro, I'll teach you the ways. And I just like kiss his forehead. I imagine him smaller than me, even though I know he's the same height <laughs> as me, but <laughs> We got the the big big boots on, right? So you'd be no, like no. A... Big Boots is just an ironic name. He wears regular size boots. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. For yeah. at least him, at least regular size. <laughs> I'm probably blown some listeners' minds there, but yeah, the backstory is his name is an ironic name given to him by his parents. But yeah, yeah. More on that later. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, he accepts the kiss on the forehead and rolls up his paper. Throws down a few silvers for his food and ale, and he skips out there uh, into the city to spread his his message of revolution. Subtly, please. Quietly. There is nothing subtle about this guy. <laughs> um, Alright. <laughs> so goes out there, we're gonna start a revolution! <laughs> <laughs> and he told us how to get down to the tubes, right? Yep. Want to make our way down there, boys? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Uh, but kind of just like a uh, uh, bit of a conversation on the way down. Um, hey, Big Boots. Yes, my sweet Callie. So we came here to uh, disrupt the corruption that's going on here. Is that right? Yeah. So when Theron and I went to uh, go see the mayor or the councilman, we were stopped by the official guards and they said to go find this uh, Kenbris, uh What was her last name? Iron Hoof. Canvas Iron Hoof uh, for an official seal, but we found out from uh, Mr. Cheeto Dust that uh, she's a member of the mob and that she makes counterfeits. So it's a bit weird that the official side goes for the unofficial side. Interesting. That's... They have found some of the corruption already. Fair it's... enough, but I, I worship Shethos, the god of chaos. And one thing I know is she loves chaos. So I'm just going to do my best to sow chaos. And hopefully along the way, our plan will, some plan will form and we'll make it work. Well, at the very least, you have the revolution starting. So that's a form of chaos. Exactly. Exactamundo. And I do finger guns. A lot of folks in this place would be kind of looking at you guys very oddly, including the, the barkeep. He's just like, what are you guys rattling on about now? Oh, I didn't introduce myself. Hey, what's up? I'm Big Boots, and I'm about to put on a show, brother. He clears out his throat, and he's like, oh, my, yes, a show. How wonderful. What's your name? My name, Edgar. Edgar? Edgar. All right. My apologies. Magna, come here. 
Your name is Magna. Yeah. That's Magnificent. How long have you been holding on to that one, Ben? (laughs) (laughs) A while. (laughs) Alright, this is my walking, talking dummy. And I just put my hand Magna in the back of his shirt. Magna turns around and starts leaving the tavern. I put my hand in the back of his shirt and start trying to like mime him like a dummy. Magna is leaving the tavern. Hey, he, Elgar would make kind of eye contact with you. Try to at least and be like, Ugh, children, am I right? Yeah, children. Where's the, where's his mother? It's an excellent question. I just where's start like mother? moving my lips as if I'm the one speaking to. <laughs> <laughs> He's right here. I say pointing at Kalanon. So you're to blame for this little monstrosity. Uh, Sowing seeds of discord in my bar of all places. Ugh. I can uh, hardly uh, think I'm of it. S- I'm so sorry. There's just a rambunctious uh, group of young children, and oh, they're just there's this more than they're more than a handful, and I'm a single father. <laughs> I thought you were the mother. 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 Oh, we're playing this one again. Okay. Uh, I know, right? Again. Um, and the mother. I'm so sorry. Well, a lesson I learned early on, boy. It was um, <laughs> the difference between abuse and discipline. Uh, what's what's the difference? And at this, he makes eye contact with Big Boots and says, bruises. Yeah, so uh, pretend like you didn't hear any of those discord, as you said. Ah, yeah. Um, and I, like, wave my hand, try to Jedi mind trick him. Like, you didn't <laughs> hear anything, and I toss him, like, a few gold coins. A few? Are we talking, like, four? Yes. He uh, gets them all in a a stack and slides them across the counter to himself. And he says, um, well, I uh, surely we can do a little better. I'm not sure how the city guards would feel about this dissonance I, I'm in gonna, our well-oiled machine. You know what? You look like a boy who needs entertainment. Like, I, like that performance I said. Here it is. And I start... I'm trying to do the dummy routine with this fucking idiot over here. <laughs> <laughs> Magna, get over here. No. <sighs> Children are so undisciplined, right? As you said. He looks at Magna. Indeed. Mm. You little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Magna, I thought I raised you better than this to... Don't you start... <laughs> Alright, uh, Big Boots is going to start tap dancing. Alright, roll performance. Fifteen. Um, he seems amused yeah. enough. He's like, well, I'll just tell them that uh, a different gnome is going through the city, sowing discord in our people. You're going to tell them of no discord in your people. And he kind of taps his pouch. It's like the jingle of coins. How do you like intestines? Well, I prefer to keep them inside. Um, I'm just going to sh- I'm gonna flash all my deputy badges and say, listen, your boy is undercover. I got something going on. Don't rat me out. We're doing something for the city. Roll deception. Twelve. Twelve? Well, he got a three on his insight. Ooh. So he just um, kind of looks around at all of you, winks, and then resumes his business. All right, good. Edgar, I love you. Uh, thank you. All right. Um, make our way down towards the tubes. All right, let's go. Good deal. So the tubes entrance is over in the back, kind of where the mountain meets the ground. Uh, it's about the last quarter of it that is still connected. Um, 
And so as you guys kind of make your way there, along the way, I need you all to do perception rolls. Seven. Ten. Eight. Twenty-two. Whew. I'm glad so, somebody's paying attention. <laughs> I got to keep track of all my children. <laughs> <laughs> all oh, the 50-year-old moms out there listening. Uh, we'll get that. Right. Yeah, so, uh, well, all the uh, 120-year-old moms like, you know, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Magna, Big Boots, and Theron. Uh, there's people, like, bumping all around. I mean, this place is packed with people to the point where it's hard to even raise your hands above your head, you know. Um, each of you guys, I want you to lose four gold from pickpockets. <laughs> Rip. God damn it, not again. <laughs> then Kalanon. Um, so you start to feel your coin purse like move a little bit. And mm-hmm. as you look down, you see a halfling, uh, just a little scamp with like little black eyes, kind of like black around the eyes, covered in dirt. Um, he's wearing like a little like my like baby's first pickaxe, you know, uh, <laughs> on his belt. And he's just kind of looking up at you, and you see his hand, his little grubby hand, on your on your pouch, well, coin pouch. What are you doing there, little one? Well, sir, I'd like to eat this week. Have you not eaten this week? No, sir. Thinking of the large intestine I have in my pouch. I don't. Does Theron hear this at all, or no? Uh, it's pretty loud. Okay. This is. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, actually, well, what did, what did you want? For food, sir. What, what did you want for food? I can't say I'm picky, sir. (sighs) All right, um. Perfect! So, um, I just, we'll just take a roll, because I don't know, like, four is going, all right, cool. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll take his hand off my pouch, reach into the pouch myself, and pull out five gold coins. Five gold coins, sir. Yes, this is five gold coins. Did you do you think you could eat with this? I wouldn't eat the coins, sir, but this will buy us food for many weeks. Now who who would it buy food for? Me and my family, sir. Are you the only one trying to get food for your family? Well, my brothers go out here and they pickpocket a little bit too. I happen to be not as good at it because well And he looks down at his leg and you know, his leg looks like it was probably broken and then healed back wrong. Oh, okay. Oh, you poor thing. I Indeed. Th- well, we are poor. We're so poor we can barely even pay attention. <laughs> uh, We're so poor that when my aunt died in her will, I owed her five silvers. Oh, <laughs> uh, I... is Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. Um. Where, where does your family live? We live uh, down in the tubes, sir. Oh, what a coincidence. We're going down to the tubes for the first time. Really? Do you, th- do you think you could show us the way? I, I would the be. way. <laughs> do you know the way? I would be happy to, sir. This is the way. The <laughs> <laughs> dead meme I will not let die. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your name? My name, Tim, sir. That's... <laughs> exactly what I was expecting. Uh, well, Tim, uh, these are my friends, and I'm just like kind of like it's it's very crowded. Um, we're running into it, but it, do I have I have Tim right next to me? Where is um, the rest of the party? 
by relation. They would have advanced maybe about 15 feet through 15 the crowd. 15 feet away. All right. You guys can look back and see him kind of, see Kalanon kind of right. stopped. Um, looks like he's talking down at somebody. From a distance, you hear Magna. Hey, Darren! Or Kaladon, who are you talking to? So, I'm just, I probably wouldn't hear that because of the crowd, but then I would just, like, look down at his leg and just like, oh, all right. Um, so I'm going to put, uh, little Timmy, uh, on my shoulder. He fits perfectly. <laughs> all right. And, day. and, uh, so you would see that, um, after a little bit. Kelly, uh, just kill him and get it over with already. <laughs> a halfling on my shoulder. And I make my way through the crowds up to the party. Oh, so you have more children now. Okay. Does anybody remember the child we left at the the goblin place? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We just left him there. We are the worst traveling parents. We, he's fine. He's so fine. Yeah, well, he was friends with Ratung, right? Yeah, yeah, he's friends with, like, the big guy in charge right now. Yeah, so... I hope. <laughs> <laughs> we just left a human child and with a bunch of goblins. And it'll work itself out. It's the worst <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> Little Bobby. Uh, guys, this is... Uh, I did say don't attack children to the Yeah, to you the did. Birds, you did. So. Excellent. Yeah, so he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah I mean... He's fine. So long as he doesn't grow up, you know. <laughs> we, we never How return, long have we been gone? We never returned there for like 10 years. 10 years later, we come back and Bobby's like... He's painted he's his skin it. to look like a goblin, and he's running around with them, speaking goblin and eating ears and stuff. Yeah. I wonder who that guy is. Oh, God, it's him! Uh, so, this is Tim. Uh, Tim's a little scamp that uh, ran into me. Hello, says. Do you know what Monty Python is? You ever seen the Holy Grail? You sound a lot like the, the peasants who d- refuse to listen to the king. I don't know no king, sir. Hey, what's up? But, My name's Big Goose. I'm the king. You're, you're a king, sir. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. It's called something else where I'm from, but yeah. Hey, where are you from? Well, I'm from the tubes, sir. Me and my brothers. We we, 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 we pickpocket, try and steal so we can buy bread. I look up to Callie. You got this? I got bread? this. You want bread? I'm going to give them some bread from the satchel, like the moldy bread that I have. Are you sure, Spice? Are you sure? Maggots and everything. This will fetch a high price in the tubes, I'm sure. Yeah, you can you can have the satchel too. Just hand the whole thing over to him. Oh, happy day! Here I am with my uh, seven foot long half orc large intestine. Very happy with it, by the way. And we're um, just handing off the rest. of the- <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing it off a cliff. He's giving it away. Although, granted, it, very nice. So uh, he's going to lead us through the tubes. All right, chip chop. Yes. So. All right, Tim, uh, where should we go? Well, I will, uh, forward, yes, forward. Forward's the best place to go. We're looking for, uh, Canbris. Do you know her? Canbris? Yes. Uh, can you put me down? No, no, I can't. You're going to stay up there because your little leg is going to hold us back. Uh, what, what business do you have with Canbris? Oh, very official business. Official business? Yes. With Canbris? Uh-huh. <sighs> what's what's wrong with Canbris? Well, she... She's, uh... Scary. Uh, I don't think you're you're quite familiar with uh, uh, Big Boots over there, but he can be scary, too. Why do they call you Big Boots? Your boots look average at best. Why are you meeting Canbris? Please! 
We- My friends call me the Quarterling, because I'm just a half-sized halfling. I'm not ready for this fight. Well, there's not going to be any fight. We're just going to get a, 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 a seal of which we could go up the towers. There's always a fight with Canvas. Well, we're... That's fine. We're, we're used to fights. We fought... Uh, how many uh, goblins at once? All of them. All the goblins. We fought a dragon. All the dragons. We fought all the dragons? Yes. All the goblins? Absolutely. And all the goblin dragons. All the goblins? Yes, and we actually, uh, we fought a cult. All the cults, right? Every cult, and I start flexing. Yeah. Fights are good. Fights are easy for us. They're just like another day. Do you have big weapons? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to pull out my tiny silver dagger so it looks like a big weapon to the halfling. Yeah, the biggest. No one told me you had broadswords. Alright, little Timmy, don't worry about it. You'll be safe with us. We just need a guide, and we'll make it worth your while. Very well, sir. How how would your family like to not live in the tubes anymore? We would like to live in the daylight, if possible. We got you. Do this for us. Your family is set. Yeah, I'm, yeah and I'm going to try and look um, squarely at him, even though like he's on my shoulder, so I'm just kind of assuming just, like, it's a little bit up there. Um, don't worry, Tim. Uh, I'll protect you, no matter what. You'll protect me? Mm-hmm. From uh, big, scary canvas. Okay. All right. Okay. So, where, where should we go? Well, he kind of breathes a little. I feel like like a sense of relief just wash over him as he, you know, you guys kind of agree to protect him and stuff. Mm-hmm. He uh, starts pointing you in the right direction from your shoulder, kind of like like whispering little directions in your ear, like left on Iron Street, mm-hmm. right through the, the central fountain. And he kind of leads you deeper and deeper into the city, okay. under the mountain. Uh, about halfway through, I'm just going to look at Magna and I'm like, so is, uh, is this what it's like? This is what we're like. As I've got a halfling on my shoulder. Oh, um, no. No? Okay. Is, all right. Oh, well, I just kind of... Has he started pulling on your hair? Not yet. Okay. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm trying to teach you how to cook. Do you require me to, sir? I can pull hair like the best of them. Please don't. I... This is... A lot of product goes into this. Uh, a lot of magic. Um, and I, I just really like the way it flows. So, uh, so that when the sun hits it, it... Uh, shines uh, brightly off of it. Well, mission accomplished, sir. Well, thank you. Hey, so eventually he leads you to um, kind of, it looks like a pit in the ground. Uh, you can see that there's like a, like a hewn staircase leading into the rock. Um, standing outside of it, you would see two, looks like guards from earlier, except they're wearing like shabby armor. It's a little rusted at the armpit. Uh, their beards are kind of scraggled, like like very much less kept up and uh the one looks at you he's like oh what do you want there ladies you looking to go into the tubes you looking to get murdered one of those is gonna happen the murder then no we can't get murdered if we don't go in the tubes bro oh yes i suppose that's the rules then uh, and what about you laddie you big little man you like everything about what you just said is okay um what are you asking me are you here for a fight are you here to talk, Mr. Pretty Face? Low life, underbellied snake serpent tooth man. 
keep talking shit like that. We're going to have a fight. Magnet, magnet, it's okay. I hold his hand. I caress it. <laughs> like, this isn't our fight. These are just hardworking boys. What's up, guys? Big Boots here, leader of something big about to happen. Hey. Keep your eye on the paper. You'll big, hear my name a lot. You're Big Boots? I know. You, you've heard of me. It's all cool. I, I draw him a headshot and give it to him. You're like, well, what are we supposed to do with this? Hold Use on to it. it. To wipe my arse? No, it's about to become very valuable. Aye. No, you! And you, they kind of look through each other like, I recognize your name. You're the one that Cheeto Dust is going on about. Nuh-uh. Something about uh, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness? No, live, laugh, love. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Eat, pray, love. Depending on who you listen to. Either one. Aye. I suppose. I suppose that's true. I says, now what is your business in the tubes? We don't let any shanty boys in here. Oh. As I as I look up at little Tim, who's a probably a shanty boy, <laughs> and this is where he lives. Well, you see, Tim is just going to uh, show us around, uh, mostly meet his family. Uh, so yeah, we're just here just to, I guess, meet Tim's family. Oh, hi, Tim. Have you brought the fee? Indeed, I have, sir. I have it right on me, right here. He takes three gold pieces out each and shells it out to these two guys. And he's like, well, our way is set. Inward, we go. Uh, okay, so yeah, he's just a little Tim just pays, for, pays our way through it. All right. The poorest member of the, of the area, we're going to make yeah, him right. pay. We're not yeah. going to reimburse him. I, I gave him five. In, in our defense, though, he tried to steal from us, so... Yeah, it's his house we're and going to. And somebody, we're maybe him, maybe his brother. If the chaotic neutral is the one saying, ah, maybe this is kind of bad. Maybe this is kind of bad. I'm just <laughs> saying. Uh, Tim, what's the fee? The fee, sir. Yes, that is the fee that all must pay before they can enter into the tubes. Well, then I why they like run us answer. down? I'm sorry. The, the poor people have to pay to to be poor. Indeed, sir. <laughs> We must pay to re-enter our domiciles under the city. That is why we steal. Well, if you don't leave, you don't have to pay. If we don't leave, then we don't make any money. Why don't you live somewhere else? Live somewhere else, are you daft boy? And he starts, like, pulling on your hair a little bit out of frustration. The kid's vocabulary for a small child is quite impressive. (laughs) Watch the locks. Ah, yes, the locks. That's what it feels like. (laughs) <laughs> ah <laughs> yeah so as you guys make your way down this uh stone carved staircase like the the stairs kind of dip a little bit in the middle mm. looks like there's there's this, these have been here quite a while and it's gotten a lot of use out of it the staircase has as people moving up and down for nefarious purposes down and up into the tubes and out of the tubes um as you make your way down to the bottom of the staircase you can see several spanning hall like long, one main hallway that leads back looks like it was carved out like a tunnel um, and then several tunnels kind of leading off, and you hear all manner of noises. You hear screams, you hear chipping away, like with pickaxes and tools. Uh, you hear uh, bands playing, you hear tankards crashing together, you hear cheers. Um, all from, like, different tunnels? Yep. Okay. But it's all kind of makes like this cacophony of noise here in the central tunnel. All right, Tim, so which way... To uh, Canberras. Well, sir, I um, I believe she's this way, and he kind of goes to like lead you down the main tunnel. Um, there's easily like dozens of tunnels that split off as he kind of gives you the lowdown of this place. 
pretty much it's like Moss Eisley Cantina. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy than in the tubes. Um, but he leads you into kind of this open area and sitting in a throne made out of like rotten wood and held up by shaft, like shafts of iron and stuff. Um, you would see a, a female human kind of sitting sideways across the throne. Uh, there is a human warrior, like a fighter looking dude standing next to her with like his great sword behind his back sheathed. And um, it's got like runes on it. You guys would recognize as like fire, like like a fire, like a flame brand kind of thing. Like uh, Barret Dondarian type of deal. Game of Thrones. And uh, he seems to be her protector, kind of standing there as she sips a glass of wine. She was Seeing the, the human woman, Big Boots just going to nudge Magna like, Hey! Hey, look! Look! Hey! 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 That could be yours. Magna ignores him. As soon as you start going, Hey! 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 Um, she is going to turn to look at you all and uh, snap her fingers, which echoes throughout the entire chamber, and about 40 thugs come out to kind of meet you guys. Um, the uh, She looks over at her fighting uh, guard, nods to him, and he would come over. Like, his, his helm is down, so you can't see his face, but you see, like, two kind of hollow eyes looking out through the slits. Um, he would make his way through this band of thugs and approach you guys, and through his mask, he would ask, what business do you have here with Miss Ironhoof? So during this whole thing, Magna kind of always in the position, like he brought his shield up and he has his hammer out ready. Totally. I'm just... Callie, you uh, yeah. still got this? Oh yeah, I still got this. All right. Um, Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I, I've got this. I, I, I picked up a few things. Um, So, all right, so he's coming to make it his way and I'm just not drawing any weapons. I just got a little Tim up there. How's Tim doing, by the way? Terrified. Good. Um, Shaking in good. his little halfling boots. <laughs> you feel a warm spot on your shoulder. <laughs> uh, so don't don't worry, Tim. We got this. Uh, we're here to see Miss uh, Canbris about uh, seals. Seals. Yes. Is it a, a seal, an official seal? Uh, an official seal. Yes, to go uh, to meet the uh, councilman. Have you brought the payment? No payment was was mentioned. What What are you looking for? At this, all the thugs, like 40 thugs that are kind of surrounding you guys, look around each other and they all just start busting out laughing. Except for Garrick there. Garrick, the the human guard, he just kind of stands there stoically. And as soon as the laughter dies down, he's like, surely you don't think we give out freebies, do you? Oh, sure, there's a nominal fee, yes, for, uh, I guess, uh, intellectual property of uh, the, the seal. A lot of craft goes into it, I'm sure. I'm sure. She puts time and effort into it, and we can pay a deluxe price for that. I'm presuming, what, five gold? Ah! Try fifty. Oh, okay, just for just for one? You're not from here, are you? Well, no, we're just, we're travelers. Swell, stow your weapons, and we shall talk further. Oh, okay. Works for me, Magna. What? Like, like half lower your shield, and, uh, and drop the hammer? Just slides it behind him. All right. They're gonna literally drop it. It's like, oh, now it's on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, does does Theron have any of his weapons drawn? Because usually he's the first one to draw his weapons. Yeah, he just puts his bow back on. Okay. Back. Yeah, we can talk. Excellent. And at that, you guys would approach the ramshackled throne, canvas iron hoof on it, and she 
finishes off the last dregs of her chalice of wine, throws it on the floor, it clangs off on the stone, would kind of sit up straight and address you. 